0: What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 149. I'm joined by the host and the brains behind the Left Behind Game Club, Jacob McCourt. Jacob uh, was on Pod Life and made the trip to lovely Milton, Ontario, where he sat, and I guess you could say, He is one of the first people to to sit in the brand new Billy Shears Podcast Studio. Uh, So I appreciate Jacob for making the trek. We talk about a lot of things. This is a fun sit down with two podcasters who love just getting into it. Who love the sound of their own voice and like to tilt a drink in the good name of podcasting. This is not pod life though. We talk about a big range of things as well as Jacob moving in with his girlfriend Jessica. Team J, I love it. Um, and kind of talking to me, talking to him through that. The elder statement, walking the young buck through. Young bucks. With that being said, no more intro. I just want to put it out there that <clears throat> we have the Midnight Owl making a season 2 return to the network. That should be released maybe next week. As well as that owl himself hooting his way onto episode 150. Um, so Tim Carr next week, Midnight Owl the following week, or maybe late that week, we're gonna do episode 150 where he, he is uh, my guest on. So with that being said, go Leafs, go! Happy early holidays, and thank you for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. This is episode 149, Jacob in the Billy Shears Podcast Studio. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. So I'm very excited to have you today. It's going to be, uh, it's a first official recording in the new Billy Shears Podcast Studio. I guess we should just probably start it. Uh, let me give you a little intro. Okay. Uh, just finished his NBA internship at E1 Entertainment. <laughs> he is moving back to Windsor. He was—he is the host of the Left Behind Game Club. And probably most famous for episode 3 of Pod Life on this very network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Jacob McCord. What's up, baby? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. The first official recording in the new Billy Shears studio. I think it is. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks for bringing the drinks. You brought some Ace Hill. Uh, I'm gonna blank out the first word. Blank soda and organic juice, pineapple cocktail. Yeah, it's um, is Ace Hill a cool drink? Uh, I always thought Ace Hill was cool. Yo, you know what? It, it, it's been quoted on this podcast, so I'm not blowing anyone's spot up. But Brent Motherfucking Morris from the <laughs> Closet Geek said that he was told Ace Hill is not a cool drink to have. But I don't. I I like flames under that because. Everything I've had from Ace Hill has been
1: off the chain, mm-hmm. and I can finally. So I've said it before on this podcast. I'm celiac, so I can't drink beer. So I appreciate that they have something that I can drink because I really miss their uh, their lime radler. Yeah. So this this pineapple drink is yeah. is good. You you can't have Bud Light, right? Like Bud Bud is like a, a rice beer. So the, it's that's a point of contention because someone said Sapporo. You can have Sapporo like okay. yesterday, uh-huh. and again, it's it's out there because I don't know if I can have it. It's made from rice, right? But there's maybe wheat in it or there may be barley. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't want to chance it because, like, to have a Bud Light is not worth the <laughs> the other end.
0: To be caught drinking a Bud Light is not necessarily worth what it could what it could do to your reputation.
1: Nope, uh, not reputation. Uh, my bowels. <laughs> but your bowels. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Somebody, somebody's toilet. All right. Cool. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being – I'm not going to use the word um, – pushy Pushy's not the right word but like you're like hey man like I, i'm heading back to windsor next week you want to do this i'm like fuck i gotta get this studio done i, I mean and we are far from done but we're much closer than we've ever been so yeah. thank you so much for being the kind of driving force behind that and thank you so much for being here so what
1: are we gonna talk about Uh, so right before I got here, I just sent you a message and I was like, Hey, I think there's something that might work for the podcast and it's about what's about to happen to me in January. Um, I think I'm looking for some sage wisdom from a man who probably went through something like this. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm moving in with my girlfriend in January. Okay.
0: Golf clap. I'm sure it's going to be fine.
1: I'm sure. I hope it'll be fine. And we're getting a cat too. So like the double header happening like in the next couple weeks.
0: Let's attack this double head monster. One at a time. Uh, moving with your girlfriend. Yep. So Jess, who I've met, Brittany met, we met you guys last year at the uh, Canadian Podcasting Awards. Uh, Jess seems awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know her that well, but I mean, what I saw, she seems awesome. I follow her on Instagram. She seems pretty cool. She
1: is pretty cool. Okay,
0: so that's good points. Okay, so you guys have been together for how long?
1: Uh, it has been three and a half years. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it's been exclusively long distance the whole time you've been together.
0: Okay, so like realistically, if
1: you condense that down in time-wise, it's probably like a year. No. Oh man, I don't know because like we spend three or four day weekends together, but like I've never stayed with her more than a week.
0: Okay, so are you you guys are, you're thirty. I'm thirty and she's thirty as well. Okay, so you guys are kind of new to the dirty thirties. Yep. Um, but like this is the time that you figure shit out, right? Mm-hmm. So, I like the idea of you guys moving in together. Are you guys moving into somebody somebody's place or are you guys moving into a new place?
1: So so I live right now downtown Toronto, moving back to Windsor for December. She's lived in London for I think about 5 years now. She has a place so I'm moving into her place.
0: Okay, so this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. So first things first, you are you are you just moving into the space and you're like, oh, "Do I get a drawer or, or is it like she's clearing out wardrobe space? Like what is it going to be like?" Are you just invading her space, or is she kind of like like tearing down everything, and we're going to rebuild it together?
1: That's a fantastic
0: question. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so, not. Too I don't sure. know if I should <laughs> tell Jess to listen to this podcast because I think we're going to air all of my dirty laundry on this. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, it's kind of like a therapy session, really. Oh, uh,
1: you a nickel or what? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. You, you know what? You brought the drinks. The least I could do is, is, is give you some wisdom. So, um, okay. So what's going? So you're so you're hoping it's tear it down and build build you guys something together.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Be- uh, she has a small, like it's a eight hundred square foot apartment in uh in London. Nice place, newer apartment. Uh but there's not a lot of space right now for like a guy to move his his man things in, you know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: So you have like I imagine like that scene, I think it's from uh, Big Daddy. Where you have like the the live nudes neon sign that that's like your nightlight and like um, I don't know like a sombrero or something.
1: That, but imagine like a thirty year old nerdy gamer's version of that. Okay, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yep. Okay. So like I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna guess like a stuffed animal Pikachu.
1: I, I may own one of okay. those. Okay, I just
0: guess. I just guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I know you too well. Yeah, already. you do. Okay, so um, now is this like is this ideal or would you have rathered like, you guys find a new spot. Or is the spot too good, like, you can't give it up?
1: I mean, it's a decent spot. It, it's a good spot. Um, I just don't know if either of us have the means to move to somewhere. Like, we'd be moving into some somewhere of similar size. Right. So, like, why even go through right. it? Right. That makes sense then.
0: Okay. And when it comes down to, like... Um, do you, are, are you like a, a collector or do you go, do you have shit I do God, I got shit too man yeah
1: I, you were talking about your collections yeah. I used to collect games very aggressively okay so I have way too many video games so that,
0: boxes and boxes yeah comic books you comic book guy
1: no not really
0: okay so just game, like game yeah game like is,
1: bins and bins and bins of gaming stuff
0: like, give me an idea of the size and quantity
1: I have probably 10 Rubbermaid bins full of mm. video games and video game accessories. We're talking like
0: a three-foot, give or take, five-foot, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, you know those classic Rubbermaid yeah. bins you get, yeah. Uh, I think I've got six And the of them. deep ones, too. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the no mess, like, this, like a body. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, This is basically a coffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: If you watch Breaking Bad, you put someone in that with chemicals <laughs> and they will no longer exist. <sighs> yeah, gone. gone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just don't keep the lid on. It's going to smell horrible. <laughs> I heard. friend told me. Okay, so okay, so you got junk. Yep. Well, you know what? The, here, here's how I can relate. Um, my wife and I were talking about putting together a will. Anna, Whoa. Right. You know, because we, we got two young kids. Makes sense. You know, like we just to be safe, to be on the safe spot. And she said to me like, "Okay, like, what about like?" I was telling you earlier, I have this bobblehead collection, and you know, like, there's some value to it. And I and I said to her, like, "Who do I give it to?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, like, well, what 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 instruction would you give to it?" And I'm like. Well, don't fucking sell on kijiji because you're not gonna make any money. Like, right? People are just gonna hack you down on it. And then so I said, I start thinking about like, I've got all these different collections. I've got a music collection, sports memorabilia, this ridiculous bobblehead thing, <laughs> out vinyl records. Like I got four or five different collections that I'm very adamant about. What do I do with those? Yeah. And so I, 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 we're talking about the studio space, and the studio space isn't huge. So I'm trying to figure out like what can work into here, but I couldn't imagine if us. If we moved again, what we would do and how I would do all those things. And this is a spot that you're just in right now. So are you thinking storage unit?
1: So, so essentially I went on this journey like three and a half years ago where I had this stable job. I had this like baller single guy apartment in downtown London making way too much money for the age I was at. And I just had all this crap that I have done nothing with it it was in a storage locker for a long time now most of it is in my parents basement Mm -hmm. and recently we went through it and Jess was like that's going that's going that's going that's and rightfully because it's like Ikea furniture it's like bachelor BS that like should not go in a real home (laughs) but I still have like a decent amount of stuff that won't fit in this 800 square foot apartment
0: Okay, so it's going to stay in your parents' basement.
1: It's going to stay in my parents' basement, I think.
0: You know, don't feel bad. As a 30-year-old, having stuff in your parents' basement is pretty normal. I'm a 37-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I still have things in my parents' basement. So, <laughs> like, my parents live in this house that's way too big for them. It's mm-hmm. just the two of them, and they have two dogs. And I like, I probably have uh, – I'm going to just guesstimate four to five of those Rubbermaid containers, the body containers, the coffins – Of, like, my childhood things, you know, like trading cards that I had as a kid and, um, I don't know, other bullshit, so.
1: That shiny Charizard is not going anywhere, Yeah, no, it's not going nowhere, (laughs) baby.
0: Uh, We're keeping it where it belongs. But, um, okay, yes, okay, so space, and then what about, like, when you you, you guys are, like, uh, hanging out on weekends, more or less, I Mm -hmm. have to say. So, when it comes to, like, do you know what makes Jess tick and how to get out of the way?
1: I think so. Like, for the first little while, it was it was tough because, like, living with another human who are not your parents or, like, a sibling, right. there's an adjustment period because, like, you want to... I almost felt like I needed to be attached to her for, for most of it. And at one point, she was like, we can do our own things. <laughs> and I was playing, like, I'm a very, like, I like to game. I like to read. I like to, like, browse the internet and do other BS that other people do. Yeah. But for the first little while, I was afraid to do that in front of her. Because it yeah. was it's this weird thing of, like, do you... Do you need me? Do you, do you want me? Yeah, 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 yeah. And just recently now, we've gotten into the, the rhythm of like, she'll go in her bedroom and like browse the web on her bed, right. and I'll just be playing video games, and it still feels weird, but I'm sure after a certain amount of time, that'll totally. just go away.
0: You're going to be okay. That's actually like knowing knowing where you need space is is a very, very important thing while living with your significant other. Um, I always had a hard time because, not that I like eclectic uh, TV shows or anything like that. But, like, I've got, like, other than sports, I've got a profound love for uh, MMA and UFC and also pro wrestling. That's something we, we share. And I had a hard time showing my, my at the time, my wife. I think she's my wife. Maybe she was my girlfriend at the time. Showing her that. I'm like, hey, I'm also into this, like, really homoerotic thing, too. So, uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, like, I would like to watch these two grown men who are way too muscular beat the snot of each other in underwear. Please and thank you. And don't judge me. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's kind of hard because it, um, even those guilty pleasures, right? Like um, eating a bag of Doritos in your underwear, um, you know, when they see that for the first time, they're, they're mortified, but they love you. So you're like, yeah. Eh, you're, they put up with the man stuff. Yeah. This is what I'm down with. Like, this is how I am. So yeah. it, it's kind of weird. And you don't want to put that front up where you're like, I live here now. This is how I do things. Like, yeah. you still got to be like mindful of those things. But um, are you are you a clean or messy person? Or are you a messy person who pretends to be clean?
1: I think that I'm a, I'm OCD about things being in their place, but I'm yeah. not necessarily like the cleanest human. So like the stove might be dirty, right? But like if everything's not is not in its place, I'm gonna be very obnoxious about
0: it. Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. So like if there are dishes in the in the sink, I'm gonna do them because right. I don't want to see them.
0: Yes, I'm. I'm with you on that one.
1: But the stove may be dirty. The counter may be dirty.
0: Okay, I see. So that's very unique, though. Usually it's the kind of like one or the other. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm with you as well. Like, If I see shit in the sink, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Even I come home long day, tired, want to mm-hmm. fall asleep. I'm like, oh, I won't be able to sleep with these dishes. So let's go get these done, da da, yep. da da And then if I let them, like, leave them on the uh, the drying rack or whatever, I'm okay with, with living like that. But I am not okay with that dirty shit there. Yeah. Now, my wife is a messy person who thinks she's clean. So... <laughs> No, so let me <laughs> rephrase that. She's a messy person who is very good at being tidy. Got it. So, and we have like our own opinions on what organization is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm the type of person that, for example, if I'm paying a bill, I'll pay a bill, I'll write down the date and the confirmation number on the bill and I'll file it away. Yep. And I have to do it in that sequence mm-hmm. or else I will not get it yep. done. It guys will. I
1: share up, this. Yeah.
0: Right. So it will end up in a drawer and I'll find it like three years later. I'm like, oh, this is where that fucking bill was. I was looking for this when I went to go dispute it. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife's the time person. She's like, is it paid? <laughs> Into
1: the way. Oh, no. You yeah. can't do that. No. Yeah. There needs to be a system. <laughs> there needs
0: to be a system. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we are meant to be buddies. Yeah. There has to be a system, right? Yeah. So,
0: so so I said to her, I'm like, I will just do all these things, just put them in one spot and never change that spot, mm-hmm. and we're going to be okay. Yep. And then if by chance my system fails... You can do whatever you need to do. Yeah. But my system's foolproof and it's going to be fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm like that except like when I have things, I, I will put my thing in a very specific spot. Mm-hmm. And like I have a pretty good memory like an elephant where right. like I remember where my thing is. Don't move my thing unless right. you tell me that you moved my th- It's yes. fine if you want to move it. But tell me where you moved it.
0: And don't move it in a spot where I can't find it. Exactly. D- don't put it in a drawer. I don't need to see it. In- I need it visually so I can yep. see it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm the same way. I have, I have this really weird memory where I can remember most everything. Except for, like, you know, when, like, do you remember what I said? I like, eh. like I, I can remember where I leave things. I can remember what where they are on the stack, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. But I don't ask me if I remember what you said, because that's probably not going to happen, because I probably wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Okay, so and, so, and not to throw Jess on the bus or anything, but is she a messy or clean person?
1: I would say that she is a clean person, like, cleaner than I am. Mm-hmm. But I think that... I'm less messy. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, like the the stove example. Mm. She will clean the stove, but she will put her clothes all over the floor. Oh, okay. I'm like totally, she's going to kill me if she yeah. hears this. But like, and but I will. should change your name. Well, that, have, actually, that might have been I worse. I should have put on the voice <laughs> mask so you didn't know who I was. Um, But no, but I will be the person who will clean up all the clothes but like will leave a dirty sink or a dirty stove. So we, we compliment each other well. Okay. Good save, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, well done. Um, yeah. But thank you. Thank you. Mm. I learned from the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that'll, that'll be a nice compliment between the two of okay, us. Okay, right on. So um,
0: now you guys are both native from to London.
1: Uh, no, we're we're both originally from like a, a suburb of Windsor. Okay, but we grew up for like five minutes from each other.
0: Okay, the reason why I brought that up is I've you know I've lived my life. I've partied pretty hard in London a couple of times. Yep, Molly Bloom's pretty sure has my DNA <laughs> all over it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say where the DNA came from. I'm just gonna say there's a whole bunch of it all over uh-huh, Molly uh-huh. Bloom's. Your hair, that's what you meant. Yeah, right? that's totally what I meant. Nail uh-huh. clippings too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've party in London a number of times. I've gone home with people a number of times. I've seen some of the pig pens, the 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 barns that people live in, and I am shocked with the mess that some females—I to say people, but females—leave. Um, <laughs> and and I'm I'm mortified by it. I was freaked out by it. When I met my wife, when I first time I was in her bedroom, I was like, oh my god, her, her room's clean. Mm-hmm. It's neat. It's it organized. was a front. Total motherfucking front. Mm-hmm. So, what's your front and what's Jess's front? Oh, um. Like, just jamming everything into the closet, or is that, it like.
1: That's Jess's front.
0: Like, like, I've been wearing these underwear for three days. In all I'm fairness. Not even
1: in all fairness. Well, I'm like, jeans, like, when do you wash your jeans? I don't know. What's the appropriate amount of time to wash your Th- jeans? There's actually
0: no answer to that because the goal is you wear your jeans until they fall apart. Until they're you, crispy. Yeah. And then if you have to wash them, good luck if they fit again. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but, uh, she works a lot and like so she'll sometimes do like a 12-hour day and like she just gets home and she eats food and she sits on the couch and goes to bed right so like i get it if i'm not there for a week she's gonna leave her stuff everywhere because if i was in her shoes i'd do the same thing right 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 um it would just be interesting to see how that changes with another human in the same mm. space permanently
0: do you guys have the same days off
1: um so i'm about to enter the lovely world of Contract employment. Okay. Uh, in January, so I will basically have my own schedule. She works on nine to five.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I find people who have uh, offsetting days off is really where the fights start mm-hmm. <laughs> because my wife and I have different days off, and when I get home and I'm like, oh, "What the fuck did you do all day?" And and and, <laughs> and vice versa when she gets home she's like, "What the fuck did you do all day?" I worked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When that when 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 you're on your day <laughs> off and your significant mother gets home and they ask you. WTF? Why isn't this stuff done? That is the um, that is the bell ringing for a championship fight because mm-hmm. that that's usually how it starts and and that, that's always tough. But I even find when you guys have matching schedules, it's much easier to accomplish things around
1: the house and that kind of stuff. Thankfully, uh, we have a small house or a small apartment for now. Right. So there's not much room to make a mess.
0: Yeah. That's no no. That's not true. yeah i'm sorry we'll
1: we'll find room
0: yeah see this small studio in right now yeah yeah wait till you see it next time it's gonna be a
1: mess well tell me like when you and Brittany first moved in together what did you like was it an apartment was it a house okay so
0: um so my um me and my buddy owned a house together yep and we had another buddy rent from us and we had this like uh i would i would say pretty great harmony of we had a couple foundation rules and how old were you at the time uh 25 okay yep. and uh i think 20 maybe 27 um and the rule we didn't have a lot of rules but we bit, had like a handful of rules and the girlfriend rules were like this girlfriends are more than willing to stay more than welcome to stay three days a week no more and basically it was because i like that you know because you you didn't want like the girlfriends living at the house you didn't want them being part of the house. and 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 uh, It's like, harsh, but it's fair. Yeah, right? Like, three days is enough. Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get if the you love out. each
1: other, like, spend three days at the other person's house, right? Exactly. And then one day to be by yourself you so don't, you don't
0: kill each other. And we thought that was really fine. Uh, my one buddy fell in love and moved in with his girlfriend, the, uh, our buddy who was renting from us. Uh, fell in love with his girlfriend. They moved in together or something like that. They were going to get married. He moved out. Britt moved in. So... At one point, you know, like she had a drawer and uh, she had some closet space, and she would be, be there three days a week. And then we she moved in, and it was always kind of this weird thing. I was like, "What is she? How is she gonna react to this?" How and I guess in, in the nutshell, the best way to explain it is um, I, I just proceeded with caution with everything, and then things start to work themselves out into the to what we have now. But so we had a roommate initially, then we we i proposed we were gonna get married um the following year we sold the place we moved in with her parents for a couple months before the wedding and then we had our own place and then that's kind of really where everything like my growing up my family my both my parents worked on saturday so sunday was a cleanup day yep everything gets fucking clean that's it my wife doesn't work that way so we have a compromise with that the compromise is she cleans when she can and i clean on sundays that sounds fair. Yeah, I mean, it took us uh, 10 years to do that, to get to that compromise, <laughs> but we got there.
1: So you moved in when you were like about 20, like right before you're 30. So maybe around yeah. the same time I'm moving in with her. Yeah,
0: we got, we got married at 30. Mm-hmm. I got married at 30. And um, so I know that she, um, yeah, so we moved in full time together, 29, then married at 30. And then since then we've been living, so the last seven years we've been living together. Okay. Is that it? Is that, is that, is that scratchy itch?
1: It, yeah. I, I, I just – understandably, I just have a lot of questions, and I don't even think if we spent, like, 90 minutes together today, we would get through them all. Right. Because I I have an ideal – like, in my mind, I'm like, cool, I'm going to get a part of the closet, I'm going to get a drawer, and then, like, when we move into a bigger place, I'm going to get, like, my fair share of space. Right. Cause yeah, cause
0: she, cause she needs to do she needs to do the declutter as well too. Yeah, she needs she needs to make sure that you got your space to scratch your balls in too. Exactly, yeah, but
1: yeah. I don't know. Like, are we going to be in London forever? Are we going to move to Toronto? Are we going to move back home? I there's just a lot of question marks, and I feel like it's going to be a temporary thing, of me moving into her pl- me moving into her space. Right, and
0: and that's what and that's what's really key. Like you're mm-hmm. nailing it, right? Because you you also have to like, she has everything in there. I feel bad. I feel, Jess, if you're listening to this, I apologize if we've offended you at this point. And I don't want to throw you under the bus, but she's got everything set up her this way. This
1: is like a general... It's not a, it's not a her thing. Right. It's a one person moving in with another person. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. partner A moves into partner B space. We're talking about a hypothetical partner B. Right. That just so happens to be my partner in this one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, but... It's. I think it's gonna be it, the the hardest part is finding out what's yours. Find out what you can use. Yeah. You know you're gonna find something on the shelf. It's gonna be like one of these like decorative soaps or something that like it's on there as a as you, it must be true, right? Um, like that you're not supposed to touch because it's supposed to be part of it. But you're like, ah, oh, fucking need a bar of soap. Yep. There's one here. I'll just yep. use this one, and then mm-hmm. you're gonna get your hands chopped off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. I. I can't. I think she's gonna be pretty fair about like hey she's not like a precious person about her things she's I think she's I'm pretty more, cool She's pretty yeah cool. Okay. me no I'm a mess like I'm gonna be precious <laughs> with my things where I'm like no you touched my things these are my things yes, it so. was such a big thing for me and I know this sounds like such a like people are gonna be listening and be like who's this guy what? who's this, this petty guy yeah <laughs> but like I left her my playstation <laughs> I sound so petty I left her my playstation for and I've, it's been there for three months and like it's the first time that I've trusted someone with one of my things. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like that for me was such a huge step. And I know this, it, it sounds like such a petty thing, but like for me, that was a huge step. But not to a gamer. Not like not to a gamer. That's like saying
0: like I, I left someone my cell phone or I left someone my charger. Like, yeah.
1: You're a very valuable thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I left her my $300 entertainment stuff. entertainment thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big step. Yeah, but, but is she playing with it? She is. She she wants so she works in games, uh, so she wanted to be able to play her game. Okay, like to like learn more about it and whatever, and then play the occasional, you know, thing here and there. Um, so she she plays it a couple times a week probably. So okay. I, I'm like I'm I have an Xbox, I have a Switch, I don't need the the PS4 as well. So you take it. Right. I will eventually be there, and it will be hours. Nice. That's Whoa. Olive Branch. Olive Branch, yeah. Yeah. Feels good, though. Doesn't it feel good to get yeah, out of here? Yeah, I chance? think this is
0: really therapy yeah, today. Yeah, I know. That, that's a goal, man. We, we, I do a subseries called Self Therapy, and I always am curious if I'm sounding like an absolute crazy person,
1: or if I sound kind of normal, like I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, some of these things you say out loud for the first time, and you're like, wow, I'm I'm completely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I learned this
0: thing a long time ago when I, I was 21 years old, and I was working in this salon, and... The manager of the salon's like, hey, I want you to take this course. It has absolutely nothing to do with the industry you're trying to get into, but it's going to make you a better person. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, okay, but if I have to sell anything to anybody, I'm
1: out. Is this a multi-level marketing yeah, scheme right. that's starting? Yeah. Or? Like, I
0: feel like the scene where Michael Scott's talking in the office about a multi-level, and then Jim just walks up to the board, and he built, he draws a triangle <laughs> around the people. Like, I, I, That was the moment of my life. But um, what basically um, this course taught me, and if anyone who's ever heard of it will know or who's ever done it, it's called Landmark Education. And um, one of the the amazing things that they teach you is like there is um, when you have a memory, you have like certain emotional attachment to it. And they kind of basically teach you to like uh, disconnect the emotion from the memory if that memory is causing you grief or whatever. And once that happened, I was like, oh, I can do that. I can let go of that emotional attachment and once that happened I started like being able to be more freeing with those kinds of things mm. like you know like lending my PlayStation out or anything like that because at the end of the day it's kind of just all stuff even though it's 300 bucks or whatever yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like those life lessons in moments like this are going to be very very helpful because she's not hypothetically she's not <laughs> um, <laughs> she's, she's she's lovely I'll
1: just say yeah. that at every point you know, when we have yeah, a no, she, she's awesome like you know I'm hoping to see just this year. Are you guys going to the CPAs this year? Uh, uh still undecided. Okay. I think it'll be me ninety percent. Okay. Her, don't know.
0: Okay, undeclared. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Fuck! I lost my train of thought on what I was gonna say. Uh,
1: materialism and <sighs> landmark
0: education. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think what I was trying to say was, oh yeah, she's she's gonna like. The goal is that you don't take offense when she's like that's garbage that thing of yours right. that you spent money on and you care about and you took years taking care of that's garbage we gotta throw that out right well, I, we can't bring
1: that i had this teacher in university and he's like was one of my favorite teachers in my undergrad and i think to this day like we still talk so i, I would call us friends yeah it's weird to say about a teacher yeah, We're totally. friends. yeah. Uh, and he had this concept of materialism which like when you think about materialism it's actually not for him so he thinks about a thing so let's say you have a pen And he only keeps things in his life that absolutely mean the world to him. So if he can say, I got this pen from Anthony, he gave it to me on my 40th birthday, and he got it from China, and it was on this, like, he only keeps things that have stories attached to them. Got it, yeah, yeah. And I I almost want to get to the point where I am like that. But as a as a petty thirty year old man yeah. who still likes his stuff, right? I haven't gotten there yet.
0: I'll tell you that that's very difficult because the balance of that is very. I want. I didn't want to have the. I didn't want to be the guy that had things. I wanted to be the guy that had stories. Yeah. And so everything. I started collecting all these things. Like oh, when me and my buddies went on this road trip, went to this crazy bar, and the bar so and I have this coaster from that bar to represent that crazy night. The 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 thing that doesn't work with that is. Only you have an attachment to those things. Right. When people come in, they're like, look at this fucking old coaster you have. <laughs> yeah. Like, it smells like shit. This get is garbage. Yeah, this is totally garbage. Get rid of it. And you're like, no, wait. And and you tell the story. You tell how much fun you had. And it brings you these warm fuzzies. And you get all into it. And the other person looks at you like, yeah, but dude, it's still a fucking pizza. It's a coaster. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's, it's hard to have that. Because then you're putting that emotional attachment to that memory. Mm-hmm. And you're making, you're giving that pen or that coaster more value than it needs. Yeah. So I, I get it because I have like I have bins and bins and bins of those things yep. and I'm at the point now where I'm like I need to make I need to make the real decision of do I hold on to all these memories yeah. that are at this point 10 15, 20 years old do I keep that att- attachment onto it or do I move away from
1: that? A lot of weird things happen when you when you hit 30 with like stuff. And you have kids, so I can't even imagine all the garbage that you have. Sorry, uh, tons, your kids' tons. valuable toys. Yeah, yeah,
0: the plastic that will never leave the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I'm almost getting to that point now with like physical media. So like I said, big gamer bins and bins of games. I'm like, you can get everything digitally now. Yeah. And it's about the experience you had playing the game, not the disc that is in a box that you are throwing in, on a shelf that you will never, like, I don't yeah. know if I necessarily need that.
0: And, and that's great. And I'm in, I'm fighting the same battle because I have a giant music collection. Mm-hmm. I have different forms. Like I have vinyl. I even have some cassettes from when I was a kid. I have a crisscross, totally crossed oh, out cassette.
1: God. And Stop.
0: I, yeah, backwards. I remember like a, a New York Knicks baseball jersey, which made no sense. Um, I totally remember that. And the only the big reason why I kept it is because it's the first first album, first cassette I ever wanted. And then I have my first two albums I ever bought. Uh, first one's a little embarrassing. Lisa Loeb, Nine Stories. Yeah, One Hit Wonder. I actually looked her up on Instagram. I was so disappointed to see that she had like 300,000 followers. Stop. Yeah, I was like,
1: oh, man. Lisa I was o- like, that's like my Chumbawamba <laughs> set that I have. <laughs>
0: there you go, right? So like, you, you hold on to it because you have the emotional attachment to yep. it. But now with streaming, all media is at my fingertips. I don't need to hold on to this album just to say I like this this album. I can create I can create a, a playlist and then move on from that. But the fact of the matter is, I think I'm too far invested in it at this point. I've got hundreds of maybe thousands of dollars on vinyl that I, I can't get rid of now. Now that I, I could get rid of it. I don't want to get rid of it. And sometimes it's vinyls kind of come back around. When I started collecting it, I would say uh, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. my buddy Steve Foster, Episode 44... Who got me into recording <laughs> or to listening to vinyl? Um, he's got, you know, those like uh, square IKEA things that everyone ha- uh, shelves yeah. that everyone has. He has a, the giant one, like the uh, six across, six down. Yep. The the whole wall. He's got that thing filled with with bonus stacks on it, <sighs> and he's just he's been a lifelong vinyl collector, and he got me into it. And because of that, it's almost like what he taught me in our relationship. Yeah, uh, well, one of the things he taught me in our relationship was the love for vinyl. So not only do I hold the the sentimental value of vinyl, but it's also I hold the sentimental value of our relationship mm. in with that collection. So it's it, so it's hard for me, even though I've bought and sold the collection twice, I I still always go back to it because it has like a, a sentimental value to me.
1: So I think if if you, what you're saying is that you may keep like so. It's maybe embarrassing, but, like, I have every Coldplay album except the new ones. Because I'm, like, a big fan of Coldplay. Yeah. Maybe not their... Have you listened to their... No, you probably haven't listened I've to the only, new album.
0: I've only heard the singles from it.
1: Yeah, the album is not great. Really? it's It is so different that I'm just not about it. And they, they've moved further and further away from what I like about them, where in their last albums, I was like, these are these are good, these are pop albums, whatever, it's right. fine. This one is just entirely different. It pulls influences from many other kinds of music, okay. and I'm just like, it has a lot of like, samples from, like, news stories in it, and I'm just, Uh-oh. I'm like, this album has no staying power because I can't stand this 45-second sample from a news story that you pulled. Like, I just Very can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I have every Coldplay album, so I think what we're both getting to is that someday I may sell or get rid of 90% of my CDs and games, but only keep that, you know, those half dozen, dozen ones. that I'm like, these emotionally mean something to me. And I want this on a shelf for someone to look at and say, all I need to know about Jacob and about Anthony is right there on that shelf.
0: Yeah. I think that's what we always look for as people is like, what identifies me? Like what, what am I, what do I, what, what do I represent? Yep. And like, uh, especially with music I think it's like so touchy because so many people um, associate so closely with music yeah. and I think we're at an age now where I think people are going to be um, away from drifting away from that because if you look at platforms like YouTube People have different ways to express themselves than wearing a band T-shirt, even though nothing's cooler than wearing a band T-shirt, regardless of what the band is. Like, yep. you rock a band T-shirt, you're like, I went to this concert, I fucking earned this Ed Sheeran yep. shirt. I mm-hmm. almost called him Sheridan. Ed Sheridan. <laughs> He's I, got a
1: successful chain of hotels all over the world. Yeah. Ed Sheeran.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm like that too. I, I'm so far down the rabbit hole when it comes to collecting music from people I, I bands and artists I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like my all-time favorite band is Oasis, and in the original Billy Shearer studio, I had a, a kind of like a corner pillar like this, and one side was all my favorite albums, and then the other side was my all my favorite Oasis albums framed, and I thought it was like so cool. And I, and when I look back at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a me thing. And now I'm I've collected all their solo projects, I've collected the singles from their solo projects, all on vinyl. I've collected the colored, the picture discs. I I, I don't know. I would probably gauge two thousand twenty five hundred dollars worth of things that I bought because most of it has to be imported from England. Mm-hmm. But I've I've done it because I've I've invested emotionally in the in that person. And I, when people come by like, oh you like Noel Gallagher, I like that single that he had on the radio. I'm like, oh you like that single, check out this. And I pull out yep. you know fifteen pieces of vinyl and three of them are picture discs and they're you know whatever. What is uh, a picture disc? A picture disc is is a, a record. Yep. That has a picture on it. Okay. It still plays, mm-hmm. but instead of being black or colored, it's a picture.
1: Got it. So instead yeah. of being color vinyl, it's got it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, it, it's weird where the market lies on that because they're cool and they work and and people like like them, mm-hmm. but they really don't have any like uh, huge value to them. So it's just like one of those added pieces. Like there's no resale market to it. No, I mean I guess if there's like something really exclusive on, like I mean Michael Jackson was one of those great artists who was able to exploit different medias, and he did, like, uh, variant covers before variant covers were a thing. And he, he would do those kinds of things knowing that the collectors would collect them. And because he did that, um, I think a lot of other artists kind of moved towards that kind of thing. And, and Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher, his brother who just released a solo project, they're such big fans of the Beatles, and they see all that... Um, the value in all those Beatles albums mm-hmm. that people end up um they end up doing those same kind of gimmicky things which i kind of love but also hate because i don't want to pay all the money for it so. right
1: like you mean the the colored vinyl, yeah, color vinyl. special editions here's and- a limited edition
0: uh, you get a t-shirt and a pin but it's the exact same album I'm like mm-hmm. okay well give me the other track i don't i don't need another oasis t-shirt
1: you know? yeah I, i'm not ashamed to admit that i purchased taylor swift's 1989 album <sighs> uh i have not liked her last two albums Okay. 1989 is a very good pop album
0: It had a lot a lot of bangers on it A lot that. of
1: bangers on it So I have the deluxe And mm-hmm. like there are bonus tracks that you can't get Like it was a Target exclusive You can only right. There's three tracks and they're great and whatever um, But I'm with you Like unless there's value I'm not going to buy it because it has a variant Like I want the extra tracks Or the behind the scenes Right, right, Or right. The, the album Like the notes that are just like huge About the behind the scenes on the album
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Um how do you feel about Taylor Swift right now with that whole? She's crying about her 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 back catalog. That I bet
1: that you and I have very different opinions on this. Okay, go. I'm super with Taylor on this. Why? So, it's really tough, right? Because like, do you know JoJo? The like JoJo, um, what was her big single? Um, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I leave get out. Yeah, yeah. So she had a similar issue where her label essentially held her hostage and said, you can't release new music. We own you. Right. She had to go to court many years, and then she finally got released from her contract. She signed a bad contract when she was like 15 years right, old, right, right? right? And could not make music. Taylor Swift is has fallen victim to big business that sees the value in her catalog, like real estate, and they said, we're just going to sit on this, and you do what you want, but like this is ours now.
0: Okay, so...
1: I don't know if she went a... Ab- I think she was given no alternative except to put it out in the press about wanting to, for the MAs, right? Okay. So uh,
0: do you know who Alan Cross is? I do know who Alan okay. Cross is. So do you listen to Alan Cross's uh, podcast? I,
1: not regularly, but okay. I have listened to an ongoing, the ongoing history of new music. Okay,
0: so he has a... Of a, a new a, music. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, I just I, mumbled
1: the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> this, this drink here. <laughs>
0: it's getting to you. His new one, History of the 90s? No, uh, he, has, he has another one called Geeks and Beat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With uh, yeah. with Hayes Hayesworth, right? Yeah, Michael Hayesworth. Hayes, Hayesworth, I think is. Yeah. yeah. He used to be on BNN. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And um, and they broke it down. And and I was kind of I didn't really know enough about it. And I was really relieved to learn more about it. And here's what I understand about it. And I might be I might be reciting it wrong, but um, Bieber's manager was, was, Scooter Braun. Yeah. So Scooter um, is now the executive at one of these labels and. He they gave her the option to buy the royalties for x amount of dollars, mm-hmm. whatever it was. She declined. Yep. So they're like, okay, cool.
1: Wasn't and it like hundreds of millions of dollars? Maybe I'm getting that wrong. I don't. I don't know what the number. But was. it was not an insignificant amount of money to buy. Right. It wasn't.
0: That. It wasn't like here, give it fifty bucks. Because big
1: machine owned her masters, right? Is that how? It something works? like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But here's a kick. Like she, like she's freaking out about this, and I understand the time, effort, emotion put into making music. I understand all that. But they can't release anything without her okay. Like, and that's like a big kicker because yeah. – So she's going to complain about it, yet she still has control over it.
1: But isn't it reciprocal where they wouldn't allow her to do – because the American Music Awards, she couldn't get their permission to do like a a performance where she went through her whole catalog, and wasn't that not the sticking point in this whole thing?
0: I I don't know that much about it, but um, – they they were on the, this side of the fence saying, well, like Taylor, stop being a baby, yeah, because you know you had the opportunity, and, mm-hmm. and even if it was like a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. would she not make that back if she if she released the greatest hits or something like that? Like, yeah, I feel like she'd probably make that back. Like her fan base is so crazy that I feel like they would they would because it's
1: the Carlisle Group that bought her masters, right? Which I think I'm, is I'm like a sure. VC group that I'm at least sure. funded Scooter to do it. Um, I don't know. It's it's a really complicated. Business arrangement that I don't know if we've seen many times in music. Yeah, I, I, I think JoJo's the first one with the name of her label. It was, um, oh, Blackground Records. Either way, they owned her, they owned her masters. She re recorded them, like Taylor has said she's going to do. Right. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the next six months or so. If Taylor does re record her original songs, it puts them out, okay. or if she'll just say, no, it's fine. I'm just going to own this new album. So,
0: uh, so, She can re-record them.
1: Yeah. So she's agreed this year that she will not re-record them. But I don't think there's anything keeping her from re-recording and re-releasing her songs, so that she owns like the new masters.
0: But I don't know. I don't know how that would really work, though. Yeah. Neither do I. Okay. So it's above our pay grade. We don't. We don't. Exactly. But but like,
1: there's a precedent. If you're interested, JoJo kind of went through something like that. You can do the research there.
0: And didn't didn't Kesha also go through something like
1: that? Yeah, I think. And that had a whole another like Doctor Luke. Um, was there not like a yeah. sexual uh, yeah, like harassment or something, abuse yeah. in there too? So a whole different yeah, but same kind of it. thing.
0: Like she, like she, they, she wanted to make the music she wanted to make, but they wanted her to make basically pop music forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right.
1: Like, and she was like, no, I want to be more of an artist. And I don't know if you've heard her latest stuff, but it's like it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I Yeah, yeah. I I only hear that. I only hear most pop music when I'm either in the car with family or at work which is all the time so yeah (laughs) so i get home i'm like i just need to listen to something by someone who isn't like i don't know 20 and just like i want to hear like I, i love hearing soul in music and i love hearing like not to say that like Taylor Swift isn't singing with soul, yep. but she's also singing to the
1: masses. Right, 100% right. agree yeah. with you.
0: So I, I just like you know, and I always I always go back and I always like I'll listen to um, like a heavy blues catalog, yep. like, from like um, 1940s like Chicago based blues or 1950s or 60s Vista blues, anything like that. I'll get into that because I mean it's so like you, you can't listen to that without like feeling like. Feeling like your your heart being pounded. So. Yeah,
1: and maybe maybe a little bit different is not as soulful, but like I'm super into mid two thousands R and and hip hop. Oh. so like sometimes so Tori Lane just put out a new album. That's right. And it is exclusively featuring singles from like mid two thousands yes. R and B, and it's like he made an album specifically for me.
0: I, I heard about oh it, uh, you know I just turned my mic around. I sound way better on this side. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh hey hey everyone (laughs) my first time um wow i sound so much better i'm so sorry before that i sounded like i was in a shoebox i'm so sorry
1: (laughs) this sounds way i was like why do i sound so quiet the first recording in the billy shears podcast studio we're figuring it out yeah
0: 40 minutes in Mm -hmm. i am so sorry guys Nana nation (laughs) let me hear about it send me the dms um yeah I, i so one of my coworkers came up to me and she's like Oh, my God. Twirling's new album. It's insane. Um,
1: Redid um, Pony and... um, He has like a Mario song, like um, uh, The Cry, which is like a 2000s era hymn song. There's a Trace Songs, um, Can't Help But Wait single. Um, He did a song with T-Pain. He did... An Ashanti like oh, sample. Remember
0: her? Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: uh, and the, it, it's nuts. He did a sample of you with Lil Wayne and Lloyd, and what he does with these songs is he takes the original sample and gets the singer to do a spin on it. It is the craziest thing oh, you'll ever hear if you like that era of r and I,
0: I do. Uh, that is, like, my wheelhouse, too. Like, Oh, 112's on there, too, right? Yep, uh-huh. Now, which one did the Because she didn't... My coworker didn't know, Greta Miss Six. She didn't know
1: what... What one twelve song? But I'm like, it has to be Peaches and Cream. It was not. No. And I don't know which one it is because what I like to do with an album, if I'm really digging it, right, is I love to dig into the Wikipedia page. So for anyone that is oh, like smart. going in there and filling in the Wikipedia page, I thank you because they do the job of like who's the producer, who's the writer, because like you know well enough of like okay, you know, Chili Gonzalez, he produces like this, uh, Forty, right. like Drake's Dark, producer, Dark Child, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, they right. produce like this, Dark Child, yes, Dark Child, yeah. That was Mary J. Blige's big producer, right? Uh, Mary J., uh, well, Puffy too, but
0: um, Dark Child did like the first couple um, Destiny Child albums. Yep. They she they did the, he when the Spice Girls relaunched, he was like all responsible for the Spice Dark Girls. Dark Child. Yeah, uh-uh, Dark Child. And of uh, course we'll uh, he did another one of the, uh, maybe not Aaliyah, but another one of those young female R&B artists. Would he have done a <sighs> Quite possible. Um I mean, I feel like it's a simple Google search, but yeah. I want to bring something to your attention. Have you ever heard of the In Your Ear Holes podcast? No. Okay, so uh, he, he's kind of in our network of Canadian uh, amateur podcasters, and he put this um, Scarborough dude, he did this uh, whole, he does 100 greatest albums, and mm-hmm. he does like, I, I don't know all the ins and outs, I just started getting into it, but he's, done a new, he's compiled a new list of the 100 greatest albums, and a lot of it, I think it's just his personal preference on a lot of things. But, um, so you'll have like four or five Beatles albums and like, I, I don't have the list on me, but one of the albums he had, and he's like, any, any podcaster wants to come come on and talk about these albums, I'm game. So I go through this list. I'm like, okay, my music, uh, my musical taste goes like this. (laughs) I like, I like, uh, mid century, mid century blues. I like, um, mid nineties British rock. Mm -hmm. I like seventies punk. Um, and I, and then I like, uh, like 2010s hip-hop, R&B. I also like early 2000s hip-hop and late 90s hip-hop. But yep. Anyways, and of course, of course, 90s rock, of course. So I'm going through this list and there's two albums that I'm relating to. One, The Ramones, The Ramones, and then the second one, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. His best
1: album. Okay,
0: so debatable. Okay, so debatable, <laughs> debatable, because Kanye for me, like Kanye for me is like gold standard. And, and I, I don't like, I don't, don't anyone ever come up to me like
1: i like old kanye
0: is that what you no, want no no no, I, I don't want anyone coming up to me and being like here's this underground hip-hop artist you're gonna love I'm like don't give me that shit here's what i like i like <laughs> I like jay-z i like uh kanye west i like lupe fiasco i like chance um i don't really like future i know that's gonna be like get heat no it's not i'm, I'm not and, a big fan. i, of I don't like future and I, and I and i don't really like kendrick lamar and i i know that's like another one too like he's like the, the guy right
1: now. But yeah. I, like, I mean, I think if you recognize what they've done, like you did with Future, right. where you're like, Future was one of the people that blazed the trail for what hip hop and RB sounds like now. Right, fair. Yeah. But I am not a fan of his music. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, respect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not for me. Yeah, fair. And, and like the, the Biggie Tupac thing, like, I didn't like either one of them until way after they died. And then I watched a couple documentaries, and the documentaries were kind of like mind blowing, and I got into the albums at that point. But I I know everyone loves Biggie and Tupac and they want to give Mad respect. That's fine. I think I like Biggie a little bit more than Tupac. And I only like Biggie because it's probably like East Coast vibe that I like a little bit more. So that aside, so Kanye for me is gold standard. Mm -hmm. And Kanye for me is like a true artist because here, like I I heard this great thing about Kanye and and everyone was, was like shitting on Kanye for being like crazy and all that stuff. But here's what Kanye did. When you remember when Kanye broke out, every rapper or over baggy clothes, five XL, you know whatever. I know what you're saying. Sweaters and backpacks, right? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Khakis, pink polos, yep. backpacks. That's it. Pink polos. Right? And and like and then all of a sudden, motherfuckers all be looking the same. Fine, cool, 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 whatever. Then Kanye, you know, like he disappears for a little while, mm-hmm. takes an internship at Prada, comes out in high fashion. Yep. Motherfucker's all in high fashion yep. now. And I and I love that about it. Then then he gets all crazy, you know, he has this shoe deal with Nike, and then that goes sideways because he Nike's wanna make Nike shoes and he's like, No, I wanna make Kanye shoes. Yep. And he leaves, he Reebok says, hey whatever you want just fucking do something yeah make us some money yeah and that and then he creates like these probably the second biggest shoe but currently the biggest shoe in the world Mm -hmm. the Yeezys now every now and he's always had this goal about like Jordan's Yeezys is that yeah basically like everybody who bought Jordan's is gonna buy Yeezys and that's basically what's happened he's kind of created this shoe sock thing that everyone kind of like loves yep to be honest like I don't know if I like the way they look and I don't know if I like the way they feel I went to um, his store at at a a mall in Mississauga and I walked in and I'm like I just gotta try a pair of these I'm not gonna buy them the kids look at me like I'm crazy I just gotta see what they're all about yep I put on and I'm like they're fucking light they're cool I get them but I, I'm not I don't spend $350 on these shoes
1: Yeezys are $350
0: these ones that I looked okay. at these ones weren't even the expensive ones oh. these were these were the the not the, the cheapest ones were two something yep like $199 and these ones were a step above those and the, it was just a colorway different colorway so, so anyways, so then, off, so Kanye, he takes this high, his, this high fashion, everyone's in high fashion. Yep. His, his music's progressing, like, the first three albums are kind of all cut from the same cloth. 808's come out, 808's for me is- His, his mom dies, his- His mom dies. His
1: fiancee breaks up with him. And oh my he just God. goes to Hawaii and records an album. Yeah. And he does it quickly, and he gets like, Lil Wayne, Jeezy. Oh my- uh, who else? What, whatever, but it's this production yeah. that's 808 heavy and yeah. no one's ever done anything like that. Totally. And, like, Lollipop, the Lollipop remix comes out and he's like, Ooh, yeah, auto tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. sound okay with this. Yeah, it and
0: it, it, it kind of falls in love with it, but mm-hmm. that sound, then Will I Am is like, Oh my god, like yep. the sound. Will I Am Bites it. Drake comes out about that time Drake too. comes out, yeah, so we're talking like maybe 10 years 07 ago. 07
1: is, I think, when So Far Gone hits.
0: Is that, is that?
1: Drake's first big mixtape, I think, was 2007. Okay. Drake's been on the scene for a long time. I feel old. Yeah,
0: good for him, though. Good yeah. for He's still doing it. He's still killing You
1: know, his music now is probably not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, man, the, the guy blazed the trails, and like yeah. one or two of his albums are on my favorites of all time. Yeah. Easy. You know, I, I mean, I,
0: I think Drake is going to come out with one of the all-time greatest, um, greatest... He's going to come out with the, the all-time greatest, greatest hits album. Yes. Because he's got, like, way too many albums mm-hmm. f- for, like, one song. Like, uh, <laughs> w- what's that? Uh, take Take Care? Yep. I listen to Take Care, and I'm like, oh, Tuscan Leather. This sounds cool.
1: I listen to fucking Tracks Garbage. Uh, like, his- I think Take Take Care, that's – um. was that Take Care? I think it was. Take Care was the second what's the one where he's eating on the cover? what's the, uh, no I thought that oh that's Take Care but Tuscan Leather is on the one where he looks with the clouds oh, and the yeah, child the head, version of him oh yeah
0: head in the clouds yeah yeah okay <sighs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my iTunes right now
1: because that one and I can't remember the name of the album that one is probably my favorite Drake album the one with Tuscan Leather Nothing Was The Same yeah n- Nothing Was The Same that's probably my favorite Drake album
0: no, you know, for me, views views has to be my favorite, obviously because it's like so relatable for us, like living right. in the GTA, right? So Western
1: but, Road flows. Let's go. Western
0: Road flows. You yeah. know, like he, when he shuts out girls from Saga, I'm like, fucking nails it. You know, like <laughs> uh, that song, Legend Legends, on that one, that one like means a lot for me because not because of what the song is, but because me and my buddies, before um, Legends was like a like a meme or like a fucking like tagline on something. Like mm-hmm. me and my buddies were always say it. Anyways, back to the Kanye. Kanye had this evolution that mirrors where my life has been and so when he was like uh, a college dropout you know I was just finishing hair school just getting into it I listened to that on my fucking Sony Discman riding back and back from Rexdale and whatever not a big deal all good. It meant a lot, so I that progression, and then now he's in this like weird like dad bod dad fashion thing, yeah, and like he's making that cool like the, the dad like the new Yeezys the the dad sneaker. Did you listen
1: more. to G- Jesus is King? Is that his latest album?
0: Yeah, so gospel album, right? Oof. So
1: Oof.
0: I, I I haven't listened to it, but I've, the reviews are like insane about it. Like the the, the reviews are really good. Well, re-
1: aren't they polarizing? Where it's either this is garbage yes. or man, this is transcendent.
0: Yes, that's exactly – But I watched him on. Um, they did like a version of uh carpool karaoke mm-hmm. but they did like airplane karaoke yep and so him and uh corbin james corbin is yeah that right? they're yeah. on a plane and then all of a sudden the whole plane is james like cordon yeah Corden. yeah thank you and uh and like the whole plane starts singing and it's like you're listening to this you're like i'm getting it like i'm feeling this he's doing all You know, does jesus walks of course yep. like he does all these tracks
1: jesus walks oh. <laughs> yeah but you didn't even talk about my beautiful, my okay. dark, beautiful, twisted yeah. fantasy, or so, whatever the order is. Okay, so for,
0: for me, 808s is, is like, that for me is a, the pinnacle. And then there's like the Sky High remixes that came out. And I was like, this is insane. And it was all when um, P, P2P sharing was like, yep. had come back. You know, it had kind of disappeared a little bit. Getting those came, tracks like, on Gazabro, oh, bro. LimeWire, let's go. Wire mesh. iMesh? I, what was that called? Anyways, whatever. But yeah, also all that stuff, I, I was very much a big fan of all that. Um, when, when my, my twisted dark fantasy came out, I think that's how it goes. My,
1: my dark, my beautiful, beautiful, twisted, my beautiful, I dark, never
0: get it right. Yeah. My beautiful, dark, twisted There's one too fantasy. many adjectives in there. <laughs> Way too many. Like, Kanye, put a comma somewhere, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, when that came out, I was like, oh, like, this isn't fun, Kanye. This is like, he's not having fun. Like, I mean, uh, what's a lights all the lights that like, all of the lights. yeah
1: oh.
0: yep. like, I mean always always such good trumpet always such good drums on that um, but when that, came, I was like, okay this is this is deeper and then the music video came out yeah the fucking music video was next level you
1: mean like that 35-minute movie he exactly. put out exactly yeah, yeah I that watched was, it recently that
0: was fucking Michael Jackson all over again yeah. that was that was that was the rebirth of what made music great for me yeah so I'm listening to this album all of a sudden I'm getting goosebumps that the hair on the yeah, my back, my neck standing up. It's fucking blinding the guy behind me. I'm loving <laughs> it. Okay, I'm I'm way into it. That's like heavy and deep. And i what this music video. I'm talking to a friend at work and her boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, did you see the motherfucking music video? And and her boyfriend was like, yeah, it was all right. It's like kind of weird though, right? I'm like, yeah, but didn't you get it? Like he was like he was a meal. Like they're just they're just yeah. consuming him, and they're waiting for the next meal. And like and like they're 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 wounding him because they're always wanting something else. Mm-hmm. And my, and this, his name is Mark. Mark looks at me. He's like, yeah, man. Like I, I didn't see that. I'm like, you're fucking crazy, man. But that, I mean that that is art. Reflecting differently on people, I get that. But man, it, it hit me. I was like, I I'm understanding Kanye's message 100. percent Whenever
1: I hear Pusha T's verse on uh, Run Runaway, yeah, the 24/7, 365 65. stays yeah. on my mind. Ah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Whenever I hear that, I just lose my mind. So yeah. I'm totally
0: with you. So good, and and that and that and that's why like, Kanye, as crazy as he sounds sometimes, did you watch him on David Letterman? Maybe not. Was it recent? It was no Letterman. Net, Letterman's Netflix show. Uh, Mike, I, no, Mike, I didn't watch okay. that. So
1: I watched other episodes, but not the Kanye. Okay, episode. so the
0: Kanye episodes. It's really interesting because they do a whole thing on Kanye fashion, and like they dress up David Letterman. No joke, looks like the um, I don't know what the it's like a frozen food company, the fisherman. Long John Silver, whatever. Yeah, like he dressed him up. He looks like Long John Silver. He's got a crazy <laughs> beard. But Kanye's like, "Yeah, you're wearing like fifty thousand worth of fifty thousand dollars worth of clothes right now." Dave Letterman's like, oh, "Okay, can I return it?" You know. <laughs> but he's talking about being like self-diagnosed bipolar. Okay, mm-hmm. like I I get why that would sound horrible. Like somebody listening to that, would be like. You can't do that Right But sometimes when you fucking know You know And I right. I, I don't fault Kanye for that Because I'm sure like He's gone through like a roller coaster With his um, His His mental illness Let's say And so If that's what he feels like Or if that's what he's relating to I'm not going to argue with, it, with that Right If he's dealing with the way That he's dealing with it He's saying that the medication Doesn't work for him And Letterman's like Well hold on I have a friend who's bipolar And he needs that medication right. To be normal And Kanye's like That's great I just need God Now Maybe the wrong answer Right Who's to say I don't know, but when I hear something like that, I don't I don't look at a crazy person. I'm like, nah, this guy's much deeper. Like w- topically, yeah, the jokes are there. But this guy's deep. Like Kanye is is so deep for me. When I when I when I um whenever I watch him, I'm like, oh man, is he going to make me feel bad for loving this guy or is he going to make me proud for loving this guy? Right. And more often than not, I just I just see him like much more deeper right. than I what I feel like he gets portrayed at.
1: Right. I I just for me the thing that really turned me on Kanye is the TMZ thing, and I, I understand right. where you're coming from. Where you're like, whether or not he's medically diagnosed as bipolar is one thing, but like, if he is diagnosed as bipolar, um, you know, maybe he should seek uh, I'm, that's right. I don't want to get into that, right, but like, right. that to me was the turning point of like, it, it's really tough. My my tough. opinions about tough. Kanye are, conf- are very conflicting, right? Because means- I saw that and I'm like. They, man like the slavery like if they didn't like it they could have they left yeah
0: yeah. Like isn't, wasn't the whole railroad thing though yeah. like, wasn't that the whole railroad to Canada like, yeah the,
1: and, and like I think you listen to anything that I've done like you probably know what my political opinions are and they're probably about as far from Trump as possible Right. so like to identify with that especially given what he has said over his like it just felt like such a not a betrayal, but it just felt so wrong for someone that, yeah. you know, all of his music said one thing, and then he comes out much later and says, yeah, but MAGA.
0: Right. Now, okay, so I I have, like, conflicting things about that, too, because I think he got burned so bad by Obama. Right. Like, where Obama was like, like he's a fool. All right, I I'm paraphrasing slightly, but... You know, This like, is Kanye saying that. Kanye yeah, yeah. I, like no, this is Obama saying it about Kanye. R- right, is, you're yeah, right. totally right. Right. Yes. So, and it, which is crazy because I figured that it would kind of the Chicago thing would unite them, mm-hmm. but it didn't. And that's fine, but I think the whole maga thing and I I I think that was just a ploy for publicity. For pli- and I think the TMZ thing was like he was releasing an album a week later. Like maybe he was, maybe he just started he wanted to say something crazy. And then he realized, like, oh fuck, that was like probably the wrong crazy thing to say. And then he just had to own it. And then, because they did a whole thing with uh, on the Kardashian TV show, where Kim was, Kim made this this storyline that she was going to defend him. Right. But then when she heard the comments, she's like, I actually can't defend him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So I it was as crazy. I was listening to Kevin Smith, uh, his podcast, and they had brought it up that the Kardashian show. Ha- like the the um, predetermined all the storylines like all reality right. TV before the season starts and that was one of the storylines. That They're like, here's
1: him. the arc, right?
0: Exactly, and um and so that was one of the, the the things that they were gonna have in the show. And after the they sat down and talked about it, like, um, actually it's probably not a good idea if you try to defend your husband on this one. Yeah, he's probably in the wrong on this one.
1: Right, and, and I and like she she works with. <laughs> We're good. It's You're still, breaking things. The studio is still very new. <laughs> not the paint is barely dry. <laughs> yeah. I, I forced myself into this like, podcast situation.
0: Don't move because you might fall to the ground.
1: Okay? Um, she does work with the Trump administration on, I think, the prison system, the U.S. prison system. So, like, she's trying to do the best she can. But, like, as far as, like, I'm probably way out of my depth on the Kardashian right. thing. Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. I just have very conflicted feelings about Kanye. Yeah, and his last two albums have just, or his last album and the EP before that, I'm right? Just very the bipolar
0: one. Uh, yeah. I hate Yay. being bipolar. It's awesome.
1: Wasn't it just called Yay? Or did didn't he do like two EPs or something? Yeah, he
0: did one with uh, K- Kid, Kid Cudi. Cuddy, which uh, something
1: is... loves ghosts. Kids love ghosts. Is that what they were called? They called um, themselves something for like like the duo album.
0: Okay, the one the one that I listened to that I I did not like was. Um, I Hate Being Bipolar. It's Awesome. Yep. And that one, it just, it, it, there was like some, some old Kanye beats on it and yep. there's some other stuff and it didn't make enough sense to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I, and out of all honesty, I haven't listened to its gospel album, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, one last point on music mm-hmm. and I, I'm starting to understand this is right. Like, people say that you identify most with music when you were like, 23 to 27 is the music you listen to in that period is the music you listen to for your entire life. Right. And I'm I agree with it 100%. Yeah. Oh, it it's it,
0: it, that's correct. I it's embarrassing. I can't put my I can't I can't put my playlist on at like a family barbecue or anything like that cuz people will be like, "I don't understand. Dude, this song came. Up. I remember my cousins, my cousins had a birthday party and this is maybe I'm going to guess six to seven years ago. I, I'm like, they're putting on all this music. I don't know what any of this stuff is. I take the aux cord. I plug it into my phone. I put on, no joke, I think it's fresh in my mind because we just finished talking about Kanye West. American Boy, Kanye West. Yep. Estelle. Estelle, I, yep. Oh, man. Good song. Estelle, good. 2008. It down. Oh, man. So, 2008, yeah. So, I put it on. My cousin's girlfriend, maybe at the time, but now his wife, was like, Anthony, take this off. The song's so old. I'm like, the song so... is amazing. Yeah. It like, slaps. Yeah, right? It's so good. It's like the lyrics are fire, fire, fire. The melody's amazing. Uh, no joke, I killed the party. I killed, Everyone's like... With a stelle American boy. Because, because... A, younger crowd. But they just weren't into it. They weren't into... It. I don't, they, whatever they were listening to before... and. I have no idea what it what, Not that I don't. I don't know what it, what you it in. It just was maybe I don't know, world music. I don't know whatever. But it was such a bomb. That one, American Boy. American Boy. That's like pop, kind of. Yeah, it's pop. It's pop ish. Whatever. But pop
1: rap. Fun. I guess. It's
0: fun. You know. It, it's it's not like a downer song.
1: Oh, let me cool down, 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 cool, down, down. 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 Yeah, I was,
0: it was like a good cool. Song. Ow, ow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm in on that. So I'm like. You know, I'm looking through my phone I'm like I'm gonna put this track on it'll kill everyone's gonna sing along to it. it's gonna be great no I'll fucking kill the dance yeah. floor and I was like alright so just on your point 100% and I find myself always I, if it wasn't for like the Gallagher brothers still releasing music I probably mm. wouldn't buy any new music because there's no bands that I'm that related that I'm that into enough like Kanye fine I mean Jay-Z's 40, 444 I wasn't I listened to the whole album hoping it'd be it's just too racist racism for me like mm-hmm. there's too much racism in it for me can't and see, I it.
1: like some of the stuff on Holy Grail too. Uh, Whoa, was that what yeah. it was called? No, Holy... it had two words: Magna Carta. Yeah, that's right. Magna yeah. Carta, Holy Grail, uh, whatever. But that that song or that album had some bangers like um, Otis. 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 Yeah.
0: Otis. Even the Justin Bieber cut in was amazing on that
1: too. Uh, the the Timberlake song, um, the the Rick Ross song.
0: I, I got mixed. I got mixed uh, feelings. You Rick know, Ross. I got it. Yeah. Oh. I, okay Ugh, man we could hold we i've been waiting to do a kanye west <laughs> podcast uh john who john who you met yeah john is also a huge kanye fan mm-hmm. and i'm like we should do a kanye podcast we recorded one it was so bad because what we did was we did the number one mistake which is pull up the discography and like just start going through tracks like you like this track you like the yep. worst thing you could do because no one gives a shit like you want you got yeah. to have stories behind it like that kind of stuff too. and did,
1: have you listened to dissect at all so there's a podcast it's by an American podcaster it's it's, I think Spotify bought it um, but he started independent and he every season he goes through a classic hip hop album oh cool and he did My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy oh my god uh, and he goes through it track by track oh I love it and to start he's like let me tell you about Kanye West and like tells the story about his broken jaw on uh, Through the Wire tells the story of his first couple albums but then goes through track by track he's done I think he's done four seasons now he did Uh, He's done two Kendrick albums. He did a, um, what's the name of that guy? He's from Odd Future. He's a rapper. His last album was about, uh, had a flower as the cover. Uh, He's younger. Drake just went on his, at his concert. Odd Future. Do you know anyone from Odd Future? No.
0: No. Sorry,
1: dude. <laughs> Flower Boy. I'm looking, I, I, I I'm can't looking remember. for it right now. Dissect. It's a great one. Um, and then uh, you talked about – so three podcast recos, and then I have one more yeah. question for you. Okay, I'm in. So we talked about Dissect, which is – I'm, the I'm on it right thing. now.
0: I'm looking at it right now. Um,
1: there's a, a podcast uh, by Vox, which is called Switched on Pop, which exclusively talks about a musicologist's take on pop music. Oh, I like that. And story. then the latest season of Slow Burn. You know, slates, slow burn. No. It's about, um, usually they just. Tyler, the about... Tyler...
0: Tyler the creator? Tyler the creator. Thank you. Because I've just looked at it right now.
1: <laughs> uh, slow burn is usually about presidents and their, um, their impeachments okay. so they did one about Nixon they did one about Clinton but their latest episode is about the Tupac versus Biggie era
0: oh very cool yeah
1: so bringing oh. all all of the stuff that we've talked about for the last 45 minutes down to three <laughs> podcast recommendations okay okay
0: I, so season two in case everyone's uh, and dissect season two is a Kanye one in case anyone's curious about it I'm gonna download all these motherfuckers and go burn through this one. Oh, I love it I'm so excited for this
1: mm-hmm. I hope you like it
0: man it's all season two all season two is Kanye yeah oh my god man this you just made my thank you Jacob this is better than the drinks man better better <laughs> than the drinks well good I'm glad I could do that um I have one other question for you because how long do you want to go in this you know what we, I I had this like unwritten rule that 45 minutes would be the marker but I can break this guy up I'm not too worried shoot
1: uh I think I'm getting a cat on Sunday oh fuck I can't believe this was like the two headed monster <laughs> Okay Moving in Getting an animal Yeah 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 okay. And we somehow talked about Music for funny. Kanye West Yeah It's like my life um,
0: Don't do it Because cats are assholes
1: That's the bottom line Are you a cat guy? <laughs> so My parents have a 14 year old Stray they brought in And like she's Kind of my cat Like she okay. I think she loves me the most Okay um, So
0: that's what she wants you to think And then you're just gonna sleep you're going to slice your eyes out
1: You really don't like cats Do you?
0: I I, I strongly believe Cats are the devil's pet
1: do you have a personal experience? Like, did a cat scratch you on the eye when you were two years old? And you're like, I hate cats. You no, know, I, I
0: once was at this girl's house and my dick was out and the cat <laughs> scratched my dick. You
1: know? Whoa! Cat <laughs> you scratch know, fever. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't. I just,
0: uh, I think I'm just like so pro dog guy mm-hmm. that that's, that's where I am on it. But I, I don't really have um, a good enough reason not to like cats. My wife owned a cat when we first met. and I, You made her get rid of the cat. No, no, not get rid of The cat was not allowed to move in with us. <laughs> um, because I'm allergic to cat dander. Ish, ish,
1: Ish. Yeah, you know, like for those at home, he just rolled his eyes. No, no, it's the dust from the new uh-huh. studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, brand new studio. Yeah, so we're getting a cat. I think. Okay,
0: so if you are you guys both cat people,
1: I would say she's more of a cat human than I am. So she grew up at her house. There's like four cats in the house. Okay, um, plus kind of cats around. Okay, uh, I had two cats. One passed away. I have one cat left. But in my house, it was both. We had three dogs and a cat Holy for shit. most of my yeah three multi multi-shitsus like running. you yeah 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 and then one cat. But I I think that we're gonna get a cat like from like a farm cat this weekend.
0: Okay, um, I so if you guys are both cat people, mm-hmm. it probably makes sense. Um, again, like I don't like I
1: get, I, get I don't love of- them. I like them and I love Jess.
0: Does yeah? See, that's a tough one. Well done. Um, okay, so Toxoplasy, does that not phrase you at all?
1: What is toxoplasy? Toxal- is that something with their poop?
0: Yeah, right. So, like, if, if it sits in their thing too long, um, toxoplasmy is created in the air. If you breathe it in, it, 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 so Joe Rogan does a really good job explaining it. I'm gonna do a horrible job explaining it. So, if you really want to look it up, check out like um, uh, the Google searches. Violence in area where wild cats roam, and basically what it, sa- what it says is in Brazil, the most like the highest density of street cats. Also, has the highest number of, of violent crimes. And, huh. what, and what, they pair it together with toxoplasia affecting the brain, causing you to be more aggressive as a person. Now, like, you seem like an awesome guy. I can't see you too aggressive. So maybe <laughs> this might give you a new edge. Maybe, like, you'll yeah. start wearing a leather jacket, driving a motorcycle, I'll be or like something. like
1: Tobey Maguire in Spider Man 3. Oh, please don't say it. It'll
0: start walking around with your hair, your bangs in your face. And you see like, me, I'm
1: finger gunning yeah. you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put
0: those guns away. No one wants to get hurt. Um, <laughs> So that always throws me for a loop also to, you know, like, you know, God willing, uh, you and Jess take the next step after moving in together, decide to get married and all that stuff. It's really not good. If she gets pregnant, then, you know, she's not cleaning the cat litter, which means you're cleaning the cat litter, which is like, do you want to clean a cat litter? Because I don't want to clean a cat litter. I just hope the cat's not like an a-hole. Right? Because a-hole cats are a thing. My sister-in-law has a devil cat that hates everybody, Mm -hmm. doesn't like her. And, like, attacks everybody. She once had this boyfriend who we nicknamed Dickhead. Um, <laughs> and I mean that in the... In, so he was in a the, charming fellow. Yeah, in the literal sense. Not that he was... Like, he had a shaved head, kind of, like, pinky skin. Yeah, Just looked like a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, the cat... He was, like, laying on the couch one day. And the cat swiped his head and cut the top of his dickhead off. And, like, <laughs> circumcised him, basically. <laughs> we don't know why. Like, we don't know if he kicked the cat in private or whatever. But he did this... Possible. Possible. Very Possible. I'm just saying like he probably deserved it. And I don't want to look at the cat like a hero, because cats are definitely not a hero. But like a cat could turn on you. Like, you know, man's best friend is a dog. And I'm not saying that's a right call. I'm just saying there's a reason why that adage is there. Right. You have to work for the affection of a cat. A dog's gonna love you unconditionally.
1: Right. And I think I think if like if God willing, um Jess and I sit together, um, I think eventually it'll be like Cat, dog, other Kid. humans. Gotcha. Um, and like when she said, hey, here's this cat, I initially was like, is this the right time? Like I'm not in there. I'm not moving in until January. You the know, cat's going
0: to clean the place before you – the cat's going to get your drawer.
1: Right. The cat's going to get – it's going to sleep in my drawer. <laughs> yeah. But like I, I started to come around. Like she sent me the picture. She already named it and
0: oh so you're not getting a cat you already got a cat we already got a cat <laughs> yeah but, got
1: but for some reason i had to keep like pushing and being like no I, i think you want this cat like when you name a cat you want the cat yeah and yeah, you're yeah. not telling me you you've reached out but i think you've already emailed them totally fine with it right but like you've already named it i think we we got a cat i i did this master manipulation
0: thing that i'm not necessarily proud of but i've always wanted my own dog mm-hmm. and when my wife and i got together she wanted a dog and i kept pushing it off not because I didn't want it. I definitely wanted the dog, but I just wanted her to know that it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't want it right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, "Please, please, please." You know, I, I threw in some. You know, maybe if we, you know, we do this thing tonight, and you know, when the nights are out, maybe we'll get a dog tomorrow. <laughs> and you know, I did that a couple times, and it worked out. I'm just saying, you left a lot of food on the table here. You could have taken advantage of it a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, I could, but I, I don't not want a cat. Yeah. I just don't want a cat that's a problem, like a jerk. Right. And then I take issue with like. I don't want hair everywhere. Like that's the oh, problem. And yeah, it's, it's a furry the... little monster. And like we have a small space. Oh my God. And I just don't want – like I, I'm wearing black jeans. Am yeah. I going to have to throw out my black jeans? You're going to have to go one of those roller Look things. Look how petty I am. Talking about my black jeans. This is a cat's life. You, you
0: know, yeah, but you, you have to also do what's best for you. If So my when Britt said, hey, I want to get a dog, I said, okay, cool. No big dogs. Not that I, I don't care. Like I'm not a big dog, small dog person. But big dogs usually equal big vet bills, usually equal big shits, like mm-hmm. things that I don't want to have yeah. to deal with. You know, little dog, he, he gets a little crazy. You know, he, he gets bit, bit by rabies or, or gets rabies. <laughs> I can I can get my dog. I can, yeah. I can I can punt him across the backyard, and we're safe. And the family's safe. But big dog might be a little bit harder. So you know, oh. these are things I, I'm, I'm just
1: like – I'm just looking to the future. some wisdom
0: for yeah. me. Yeah, I'm going to say this. So, A, if that cat's shedding – is already bothering you, like I'm getting, my face is itchy right now just thinking about it, If then it's, it's going to be a problem.
1: I'm going to pull up a picture while you give me this advice. Okay, yeah.
0: We'll make it the album cover, okay? Send me the picture. We'll make it the album cover. <laughs> um I just feel like if if those concerns are already concerned, then maybe it might not be a great idea. But if it's going to make the woman you love happy, then you should probably just do it too. It's
1: going to make me happy too. I just think out of the two of us, it's going to make her More. maybe a little bit happier. You look and at this she, guy. I mean, and what what name did she give her? Um. So her name will be Pepper, because like peppercorn, because of her color. I think it's adorable. Look oh, at me. Oh my god. I'm. I've oh got the bug. God. Yeah, dude. You. You should even bring. We should just end the podcast. <laughs> you you already, I can't help
0: you. You're already broken. I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, you tried. I didn't even pay you a know, nickel. Next you know, time I should pay you a nickel. You know. You can't complain when it's free advice, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, that's a cute cat. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look like a dick cat, so you might be okay. Yeah. I hope she's good. You know what? Next time you just bring us up the if you got scratches all over your face, you know, all of a sudden you're moving you're moving back to Toronto, not with Jess, then we know it's something <laughs> we know something. You know, it was the cat. Yeah, definitely yep. cat's fault. Well, yeah. She's happier with the cat than with you.
1: hmm
0: Okay. I good luck. Thank you. I'm sure you're gonna be fine. hmm Um what, what's that cat nibble? Um the catnip? cat nip? Catnip. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Maybe, you know, lots of catnip, get you in the right spot. For me or for the cat? <laughs> yeah, for you, too, for, for the cat. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe just so the cat doesn't piss in your shoe.
1: I hope the cat's not a jerk. If yeah. the cat's a, a jerk, I'm going to have a real problem.
0: Yeah, like so maybe just drop it off at her parents' house. I mean, it would fit right, right in? blend right in. Uh-huh. And it would be good. There's four cats in the house. What's a fifth? <laughs> you can't even notice it that point. They all kind of blend in. One giant cat. I think it's going to
1: be good. All of it's going to be good.
0: Okay, so um, you're moving in, in January. Yeah. There's a small chance I might see you in February for the CPAs. Yep. So um, now you can give me an update. A month in, it's still going to be kind of fresh, but maybe in the the summer we'll reconvene. I'm actually contemplating. There's a podcast meetup in Hamilton.
1: Uh, What's it called again? I don't know the name of it.
0: Um, Anthony Marco puts it together, and all I know. It's named after someone. The Bob. Nope. No. It's,
1: It's got another name. But you and Scarborough Dude were talking about it recently. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and Brent Morris actually invited me to it. It just ha- it was like uh, July 5th, I think, something like that. I couldn't make it. I was so disappointed. But uh, maybe I'll see you there. Yep. Like, whatever. If not, maybe we can do something in the summertime. Yeah. Maybe come in. Don't re- leave the cat at home. I'll get a rolling thing for you. You can Thank roll you. that so I don't sneeze and cough over <laughs> myself. And. Um, you can just like keep us up to date with uh peppercorn. Yeah,
1: with little, little peppercorn. <sighs> little peppercorn. Little baby peppercorn. Little baby peppercorn. Oh Reminds God. me of Pepperan, the show on Disney back in the day. I
0: have no idea what that remember is. Remember
1: Pepperan? No. Do you remember Doug? Do you Doug, remember Recess? I I
0: okay. I only know Doug. If I only know Doug because I've seen the show. I haven't seen the show. I've only seen like whatever ads for the show. Yep. But I never watched
1: Same it. Same era, like Doug, Recess, okay. Pepperan. That's oh, kind not. of like okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Peppercorn, pepperin'.
0: You know, there's a small generation between us, so it's. It, so I, I, I,
1: I, I keep forgetting that you're old. I,
0: yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You know. You know when I realized I was old? 12:30 uh, last night when I finished laying this floor in the studio, and I got up and I still felt like a gargoyle, like hunched over. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why does my back hurt so
1: much? Well, I want to thank you for doing that because, like I said, I move out of Toronto next week, so I yeah. absolutely want to do this. No, so thank I'm you so, for no, letting no. me be the first person in the studio. I look forward to many, many more podcast yes. from you out of this room. Thank
0: you sir. Um, and uh, and hopefully next time you're here this will be properly dressed, and uh, and you could admire some of the artwork that may be in here.
1: I can tell you about video games all day in this Sounds new good. space that you have.
0: You know what? Why don't you do that? Why don't you plug away?
1: <gasps> Yay, I get to plug my things. Plug, plug, plug. Um, so I do a show every other week called the Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast. Uh, we've been going for almost three years now. So if you're interested in video games, give it a listen uh, at leftbehindgame.club or on your favorite podcast app. Awesome. Um... You want to throw the gram? Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jacob McCord, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. We'll plug all that
0: information in the show notes as well. Um, Quick video game side talk. Have you seen all the uh, founders' packages of Stadia? I have. And what do you think?
1: Uh, Stadia is a beta, and they shouldn't be selling it.
0: Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Hot take.
1: Yeah, real hot.
0: Okay. I I was looking forward to it. Unbox Therapy did it. I'm like, okay, what's up? Let's see it.
1: So uh, I was listening to uh, a gaming podcast called GameSpot After Dark, and Max Scoville, who's an IGN guy, Mm. was talking about how back in the day with Chromebooks, they used to send Chromebooks to, like, V- journalists right. to be like, hey, like, why don't you try out this thing? We don't know what we're going to do with it yet, but just here's a free laptop. Just try it out see how you like it, right? It was in beta. Chrome OS wasn't really a thing yet. It didn't work 100% well, but it was good enough. Stadia, to me, hasn't been proven as a commercial product yet, oh, no. and they probably shouldn't be selling it. Do you know what the model is for that thing? You pay $150. They give you a Chromecast and a controller. Great. Right. You get three months of the service, but you still have to pay for games on top of a monthly fee. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's a beta. They shouldn't be selling it for the price they're selling
0: it. Okay. And my last video game question, as a as a aged gamer, mm-hmm. no joke, still have my PS3. Not in a box, but... In... Nothing wrong with PS3. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I'm contemplating getting a Switch. Okay. I'm not getting that, that Switch Lite nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, I want the real deal Holyfield but i'm only a sports gamer so
1: you're SOL my right. friend
0: like nba jam Is that, or the nba 2k i think they have and that's
1: it yeah then they they have like a madden but it's not like a true madden because they don't give you all the modes in it like, and it's not Madden's updated
0: like, okay. so
1: like if you're looking for sports games like black friday's coming up you could probably get like an xbox they have the xbox one s digital so there's no disc drive in it oh okay you can get that thing for 179 dollars canadian
0: yeah, but I, I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm a PS
1: guy. You might be able to get something similar. But if you are interested in a Switch, Shoppers Drug Mart, which, like, you always got to go to, like, the, the low-key places, like right. Loblaws or Shoppers. Right, right. They're offering, I think, a 379 Switch bundle, and they give you $125 in Shoppers gift cards. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because they have these things. They want to sell them. So always look at – that's my tip. Like look at the low-key places. Good gamer tip, yeah. Loblaws, The Source, uh, and uh, and Shoppers Drug Mart because they usually offer like sick deals around Christmas time.
0: Ah, good to know. Good to know. All right. Let's tie this sucker off. Jacob, thank you so much for doing all the hard work, man. You came all this way into the burbs, into lovely Milton, Ontario. Have you ever been to Milton before?
1: I have, but only in okay. like the business parks. Never never the burbs. Okay.
0: Well, welcome. Hopefully, you know, it's okay and everything like that. And thank you for bringing the drinks. Ace Hill hit, it, hit another one out of the park. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I'm going to drink it, but it'd definitely be at a party. <laughs> It'll definitely be at a party because, you know, it's got that blanket in it that I, I, it's only for bitches. So um, we covered so much. I don't even know what to name this thing. Like, got any hot takes? <sighs> Jacob's moving in with Kanye West. I f- hate it. Try again. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it <laughs> out. Get another something. one. Let's yeah, one-chop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. This one's for peppercorn. Jacob probably.
1: walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob
0: Take- <laughs> walks. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe some hate mail for that, but you know, what's bad publicity, right? Yep. Okay. Real bad. All right. Um, Thank you for downloading Tooth and checking us out. This is an After 30 podcast. We
1: didn't even do the intro. We didn't do anything. To- okay. No, do you like Do you pop it in afterwards or no?